the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Last week we finished talking about receiving the Holy Spirit. We just began our new topic, which is hearing God's voice. I believe this topic is crucial for your long-term walk with the Lord. Let's begin our time with prayer. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King. Lord, you have given us prayer as a tool to speak to you, but also, Father, you have caused us to want to hear your voice, listen. And so, Father, help us this day as we talk about listening to your voice make your voice loud and clear in our hearts in our minds in our spirit that you would rejoice in our desire to be close to you and that we would just sing your praises so lord we pray for a great anointing this day and every day in our lives and in this program. So we give you all the glory. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Well, as I said earlier, we talked about the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit, but I think I put the cart before the horse. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Most gifts, such as speaking in tongues and prophesying and words of knowledge and healings and miracles, and they all seem to have something in common. You first have to hear God's voice. Think about it. Even serving, giving, and mercy should be, they should all be a result of hearing God's voice. This begs the question, how do you hear God's voice? Is it an audible sound or something else? How does the Holy Spirit speak to you and help you hear? And if the Holy Spirit is our helper, we definitely need to hear from the Holy Spirit, right? Last week, we had started talking about this and looked at Numbers 13, where Moses sent out the spies. Ten obviously did not hear from God. 
or they heard incorrectly. They heard from someone else, right? While two, Joshua and Caleb, heard God's voice. I also mentioned in Numbers 14, 10, and 11 that Adonai, the Lord, appeared at the tent of meeting to all B'nai Yisrael, all the children of Israel, but only talked to Moses. God said the people haven't trusted him, even though he did miracles for them. So here is my bottom line. Here, here are my thoughts, my opinions on this. You might know God. Certainly the people of Israel knew God. You can't rely on others to hear God's voice for you. Not your parents, not your mentor. You have to hear God's voice on your own. If you do hear it from somebody else, you'll trust that person, not God. And when that person fails you, you'll feel that God has failed you. Hearing God's voice comes as we trust God. Trusting God long-term comes from hearing his voice. If you don't hear his voice, you're less likely to trust God. This sounds like a circular discussion, doesn't it? But what I'm saying is this. We start out by trusting God. But the result of trusting God must be that we hear his voice or at some point we will stop trusting God. Get it? Okay, let's continue. When you think of the great men of God, they heard God's voice. They spoke with him personally and God spoke to them. Abraham, Moses, Daniel, Paul, Yeshua, right? The people of Israel trusted God after each miracle, but it didn't result in their hearing God personally. And so they ended up only trusting in the miracles, but not in God. So when he didn't do something they wanted, they lost faith. Hearing God's voice should be a critical desire for every believer. If you are a teacher and you don't hear God's voice, you're teaching your thoughts, not his. If you're a prophet and you don't hear God's voice, you're giving your own prophecies, not his. If you're an evangelist and you don't hear God's voice, you're trying to give, convince people about Yeshua but by your own thoughts, not his. So in that parasha from a week or so ago, the next reading was in Joshua 2. And this is really interesting. Rahab, a prostitute, must have heard God's voice to know what she said in these following verses. So we're at Joshua 2, verse 8 through 11. Now before they lay down, she came up to them on the roof. And she said to the men, the Israelite men, I know that Adonai has given you the land. Dread of you has fallen on us. And all the inhabitants of the land are melting in fear before you. For we have heard how Adonai dried up the water of the Sea of Reeds before you when you came out of Egypt. 
and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites that were beyond the Jordan, or Sihon and Org, whom you utterly destroyed. When we heard about it, our hearts melted, and no spirit remained any more in anyone because of you. For Adonai your God, he is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. So the people of Jericho heard about the miracles of what God had done. And there was dread on what God had done. It, the dread had fallen on them. So they were in fear, which means they believed that God was God, right? They believed in his miracles. But it would seem that only Rahab understood what that meant. And that the God of Israel was the God of everyone. Now, somehow, God deposited that information into Rahab. She must have heard from God, known it was God, then acted on what she heard because she trusted the God that she hardly knew. Okay? Now, all the other people had the same thing happen to them in Jericho, but they didn't try and help the Israelites. Only Rahab did because she heard from God. How could she trust God? I believe it's because she heard his voice. How important is it to hear God's voice? So continuing in that particular Parsha reading comes Hebrews 3, 7 through 10. It says this, Therefore, just as the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, says, Today... If you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. There your fathers put me to the test, though they saw my works for forty years. Therefore I was provoked by this generation, and I said, They always go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest." When we don't hear the voice of God, we will harden our hearts or become rebellious, especially when we're going through a testing. Often when, we hear, when we're going through a, a testing, rather than hearing God's voice, we only want our problem solved, and that becomes more important than hearing from God. Okay, now let's take an example from Hebrews 3.12. Take care, brothers and sisters, that none of you has an evil heart of unbelief that falls away from the living God. Not hearing God's voice could lead to unbelief. Falling away from God. We blame it on our circumstances. Falling away from God means we no longer trust God. We stop listening to his voice, and we end up in despair. Unbelief comes from the evil one who seeks to take away our relationship with God. Don't you ever wonder how some people fall away? They say they believe in Yeshua, and then all of a sudden, they don't. Okay, this is my opinion. 
But I believe it's because they never heard the voice of God. They were not in communication with God. They knew God academically. They knew who he was. They knew him even in their lives. But without that daily discussion between you and God and and God and you speaking, you directing your ways, when troubles come, we blame it on God. And we leave God. That's why it's so important to hear God's voice. How do we stop this from happening to us? I mean, it can happen to anybody. One way is to continue to be in fellowship. Don't separate yourself from your believing community. Hebrews 3, thir- uh, I'm sorry, Hebrews 13, 13, the verse after says, but encourage one another day by day as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. You see, encouraging one another actually helps you not be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. If you are humble enough, if you allow people to speak into your lives, if you don't run away from them just because they say something that is, you know, hurtful or or correcting, you know, then we will be encouraged because people care about us. So we have to be humble. At any rate, this doesn't answer the question, how do we hear from God? God can do anything. And if he wants us to hear him, it will happen. The example is Rahab. I mean, if, if God's going to speak to a prostitute who doesn't even profess to know him until really this all happened, uh, I, I think he can speak to you and I as well. Don't you agree? And God is continuously speaking to us. However, unless God has a specific job for us, like he did for Rahab, we must listen for him and not just expect him to interrupt our day. You know, hello, this is God calling. No, it doesn't quite work that way. We have to be open to hearing the voice of God. For those of us who know God and seek that intimate relationship with him, desiring to hear his voice continually is a must. So let's talk about some ways we can hear God's voice. Number one, desire to hear him. And under that, it means spend time with him in prayer, praise and worship, read his word, study his word, memorize his word, keep God and his word in your thoughts, clear your mind of junk, be quiet, and listen. This brings intimacy, which is the foundation for hearing God's voice. Number two, trust in him. Now, God wants you to hear him, yet you probably won't hear an audible message from him. So trust that he is speaking to you in your heart, mind, and in your spirit. Number three, fight the sin in your life. Look, Scripture is clear. Isaiah 59, 2. 
Your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. (laughs) Okay? We are trying to have ourselves here from God, but our sin is separating ourselves from God. So we've got to, as much as we can, stop the sinning. Hearing God's voice requires you to be close to him. So that means we've got to get rid of our sins. And 1 John 4, 4 gives us hope. You are from God, children, and you have overcome them because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So we can overcome our sins because of our knowledge of Yeshua and our trusting in him. Number four, we need to love God and love our neighbor. You know, We need to have a spirit of repentance and forgiveness and compassion and reconciliation and kindness. This kind of behavior brings unity. And in Acts 1, they were all of one mind in prayer, which resulted in Acts 2, the filling of the believers by the Holy Spirit and signs and wonders and miracles happened. And and they were hearing from God, you do not love God the way He is asking to be loved if you don't love your neighbor. And I've got to tell you that to God is sin. So if there's anybody who you're not showing love to or you have something against, go to them and and deal with it, right? Repent. Or if you need to forgive somebody, Number five, be humble. You might be wrong in what you think God has just told you. So, it, you know, you say, well, I tried and I heard, I thought I heard God's voice and you might have been wrong. So be humble. Humility, listen to this. I think this is really an important thought. Humility is the good soil that God uses to plant his word into your mind, heart, and spirit. Can I say that again? Humility is the good soil that God uses to plant his word into your mind, heart, and spirit. It is hard to love and be in unity without humility. Number six, be persistent. You might have made a mistake and heard God incorrectly. You got it wrong. Get up and seek to hear his voice again and again, not allowing the enemy to discourage you. To con- So you must be persistent. You must continue to abide in the Lord and seek to hear his voice. Everybody gets it wrong sometime or other. So don't worry about it. Number seven. Don't judge your success in hearing God's voice by how things work out. Okay, so I do not believe in the open and closed door philosophy. You know what I mean? Oh, it's an open door. I should walk through it. No, not necessarily. It depends who opened the door. God can open a door and Satan can open a door. And you just have to hear God's voice so you know who's opening the door. Same thing with the closed door. Sometimes you get up to the door, it's closed, and God wants you to burst through it. So that's it's up to hearing God's voice. It's not just, now look, sometimes the door is open and you do go through it. Sometimes it's closed and you do stop. But it's based on hearing God's voice. 
Imagine if Moses stopped listening to God after the ninth plague. (laughs) He said, oh, God, it didn't produce the results that we and and my brothers expected, so I'm out of here. No, we can't do that either. Consider these three scriptures about hearing God's voice. John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. So it's hard to follow Yeshua if you don't hear his voice, right? Romans ten seventeen. so faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. Faith and trusting God comes from hearing his word. Part of hearing his voice is knowing what his voice sounds like from knowing his word. Faith, trust, learning God's word, and hearing God's voice, they're all interrelated. They're intertwined together. All of them are required to have the others. And Jeremiah 33.3, call to me and I will answer you. I will tell you great and hidden things which you do not know. Because God wants to speak to you. God is asking that we call on him. He wants us to be proactive. He wants us to desire the things that will make us better disciples. And hearing his voice will definitely do that. Won't you agree? So those of you who are listening to me today who need to hear from God, you need an answer to a question. Do what Scripture says. Call on God. Now look. It might not, you might not get an audible answer. You probably won't. But trust God for giving you an answer. You might call on him to find out if he's really God. You might call on him to help you with finances or health issues. You might call on him for circumstances in your life to to help a relationship. The key is to call on him and then listen for his voice. You might might not think you're good enough. You might not think your relationship's good enough. However, if God spoke to Rahab, he certainly can speak to you as well. So, remember this, that, yes, you have to start in your relationship by trusting God. But trusting God should lead you to hearing his voice. And hearing his voice will lead you into trusting God further. So if difficult things happen, you'll be able to handle them. Remember from the past couple uh, uh, programs that I've given that if you want a copy of the article by R.A. Torrey called Living in the Power of the Spirit... Karen will be happy to email you that at no cost. Would you call Karen at 813-831-5673? Well, recently we re-upped the radio program, meaning we committed for another year, even though our financial support is not as great as we needed. Uh, But we're doing this by faith, so uh, if you would like to help us out, if you listen to this program and you appreciate it, go online at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org, or the easier thing probably is just to call Karen at 813-831-5673. 
5673. You know, we have a number of Shoresh David locations uh, in Tampa, in St. Pete, in Wesley Chapel, in Riverview area. Um, look, we love visitors. We love for you to come, bring friends, bring those who don't know Yeshua. Um, we'd love to have you come. And also, uh, Check us out our you know our website or you can check us out on Facebook. Our services are on Facebook Live, so you can check us out that way at Sharish David Messianic Synagogue. So may the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah, so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.